0: death star that thing's operational
1: dr Banner. now might be a really good time for you to get angry
0: that's my secret cat
1: i'm always angry hello and welcome to episode 89 of the usual podcast podcast where we discuss star wars the old republic the star wars franchise and geek and pop culture i'm your host marshall on this take two night of, yeah, of, I don't even know what's happening. Should, but should
0: we even just call it 89.5? Yeah, 89.5. Uh, I'm your host, Marshall,
1: and with me is my co-host, Will. Say hello, dude.
0: Call me as I was taking a sip of my frosty, well, not quite frosty beverage any longer. Well,
1: we're enjoying them. We, we have, have been for a while, so yes. what are you drinking, dude?
0: Uh, I am drinking a Spaten Weiss beer Hefeweizen from a brewery that's been around since 1363 it's a long time and I'm drinking that in honor of my brother
1: yeah my brewery is not as uh, old but it's super yummy uh, West Coast IPA from Green Flash Brewing Company from San Diego
0: um, yeah, we always, uh, hit some of their stuff when we go down there, don't
1: Indeed. we? Indeed. I go to as many breweries as possible. Yeah, there. we do. There's hella breweries down there. We hit all the spots. All the spots. Anyway, before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at the com. Email us at the at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. Well, sometimes Twitch. Uh, you can find me <laughs> at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will can be found at IMO we're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. If you see us on those things, give us a positive rating. It's been a while. We would love it if you give us a star or two. Give us a word like yes, no, five stars, four stars, three stars, something. I don't know. It's been stagnant for too long. Help us it's out. It's
0: been a while. Been a while.
1: Uh, time stamps in the show notes. If you're not a SWOT tour fan, um, you can skip past that and go straight to Star Wars and pop culture. we got a ton of good stuff today. And we're going to watch a few trailers, I think, if we are still awake.
0: Uh, Yeah, time permitting.
1: <laughs> time permitting. Um, but anyway... Thank you to people in the chat room that have actually stuck around this long. We are a smooth hour and a half past the time we usually record because... Hour 45. We had way too many tech issues for a person on very little sleep and um, full-time daddy duty this week.
0: And very few calories this Oh my moment. God, I
1: haven't even eaten today. So here's the thing, guys. My wife's out of town. I want to give a quick shout out to my sister-in-law.
0: Oh, and, dude, she's on fire. Right and
1: now. I'll put a link in the show notes to this. Um, my sister-in-law wrote a play... Um, that is premiered premiered last night at the Lincoln Center. In, that is um,
0: the Lincoln Center yeah. in downtown Manhattan, fellas.
1: Yeah. So this is pretty cool. Um, most of my family's out there right now, so I'm here with my children and doing all the things I normally don't do and trying to coach golf and teach and all the stuff. I'm taking tomorrow off, so I'm trying to get through this, but it's been a long week.
0: So. Uh, just to kind of follow up on Brenda's play there for a second, not only is it getting rave reviews, yeah. It got a. It got picked as a critic's choice in the freaking New York Times. New York this Times morning. that came out today. Um, her name
1: is Brenna Turner, and um, it's it's the pretty, play. The it,
0: play is called Bull in a China Shop. So if you just Google Bull in a China Shop Turner, it'll come up. It's very very cool.
1: Yeah, it's pretty badass. So most of my family's out of town, so I'm running on fumes. This week, I've been picking friend.
0: up the girls all week. Yeah, thank
1: thank. Thank goodness for you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so, um, thanks for bearing with us. If you're still here, thank you very much. And we're gonna, we're gonna go through this and we're gonna have a hell of an 89 show. Um, before we get to SWOTOR, um, I want to reiterate we have our hashtag SWOTOR superhero contest running until Wednesday of next week. And really what this comes down to is, uh, you have time and dress your favorite SWOTOR. Tune as your favorite fandom i said that wrong you
0: know actually i think i'm gonna try to come up with one just to oh, even though i can't enter no, and everything. you can't win i'm, I'm not, gonna i'm not giving you any i think i'm going to create my um my sith warrior as the vigilante there you go that's tight because i think that's somewhat that could somewhat be
1: done yeah i think you could do that um so bottom line uh we have a um smuggler's bounty box socks from Pippi's long stocking star wars socks specifically we have uh game codes uh for 30 day subs and 450 cartel coins yep. up for grabs so you have to still have some time to enter that we'll post on twitter this week to remind you and uh we'll announce the winners on episode 90 episode next 90
0: week. next week
1: crazy man all right so let's get to star wars the elder public before i pass on <laughs> or pass out you want to fight
0: <laughs> i'm ready you do not have to stand against me instead I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel
1: <laughs> I like that uh, uh, <laughs> Steve's asking if you're one of my children and yes yes he is um, I right, so mean I have on. to call you daddy mm, uh, <laughs> there's enough of that going around um, so here we are community outs, real quick I want to give a shout out to uh, our guild, um, Unholy Alliance, a Wiki mistake, and our awesome WOG group. Um, I did not do anything in game this week outside of WOG, um, but I've been slacking on getting the things posted on the on the website and all this stuff. Like I said, it's been a crazy week, so I want to give thanks to those guys. Um and I just I really love that community and Wog has been a ton of fun so we did EV this week since you're asking what I did this week um <laughs> we did I did we did EV this week uh it was a nice smooth run um right EV yeah EV um I tanked as usual um we had a wipe or two on the first boss I think we were trying to dual tank it other than that all good so um I didn't get much. Of anything, but well, that's
0: okay. You went up to me because I could not log in once. <laughs> I haven't even updated the last patch because I just I there's been so much other stuff. I'm there's another thing I'm trying to get up off the ground, and um, I went on a little trip. That's why we didn't record last week.
1: Well, and let's talk about last week real quick because uh, you were out of town for part of it. My daughter's birthday was Thursday when we normally record. Um, I was out of town the beginning of that week. It was just kind of crazy. So we don't like to skip weeks and we were, oh boy, were we close to skipping this week? Um,
0: (laughs) seriously, I think we were within minutes of Marshall just like, Oh, I was about to be done. He was going to throw his monitor out the window and say, (laughs) when you,
1: when you were working on the tech stuff, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go, I might just go lay on the couch and just go take a nap. (laughs) I might be done with the night. But anyway, um, so we will be back. We have a ton of sports tour stuff to talk about just of general news stuff. It'll all go pretty quick, but I can't wait to dive back in game next week. So um and hopefully walk tomorrow night if i don't pass on before that uh so should we get to the news absolutely all right so quick thing there was a question on the forums about if they're going to be in at uh, Soto's of celebration so eric did post and he said um that all signs are looking I don't know what's the right way to say it, but he says they're still finalizing exact details, but it's very likely they'll be at Celebration.
0: Um, I will actually throw something in here. And actually, I, I meant to put it in the show notes, uh, the actual link, but yep. I didn't. Mm-hmm. But it was announced today that the EA as a whole will definitely be at Star Wars Celebrations, most likely to cover battlefront 2 which is going to come uh with i think they said a campaign mode right um there's a- yeah they
1: are having a story uh campaign
0: mode this time. right yeah. i will get to uh, more of this once we get to star wars gaming news or star wars overall news but there's a possible new mobile game coming out and um they also actually referenced a uh, tour
1: yeah good so they basically said uh it's going to take the form of a cantina like event probably right they're not going to have a floor presence and in fact they have not had a floor presence since the very first time um they went to san diego comic-con that year
0: right well i mean they've had really yeah well i mean uh well i'd say uh was it two years ago when they announced uh uh, coffee um well but
1: on the show floor like right on the show floor yeah
0: no not since the first one first year
1: um so the next thing in here uh and and again, this is some of this is from when we should have recorded last week. And this is just a real quick thing. The link is in the show notes to this. You've probably already seen it. Um, but they have mentioned that in 5.1.2, they're gonna bring a lot of changes to the missions and unassembled components. So uh this breaks it down in what they're awarding for war zones, uh group wank- ranked, uh GSF and all that, and of course the um what is it, the weekly missions. Sorry, the PvP missions, yeah. So uh, I'm not going to go through this. I'm not even a big PvPer, but overall, and this is kind of going to piggyback into our discussion topic. Overall, people are saying this is not enough. Um, but again, I don't have enough experience in the PvP to to say whether it's enough or not. But I actually dived down the forum post on this for a little bit. Wow. Um, and I did with another one too, which I'll talk about. But I, I don't know, man. Um, I think. Some of this stuff is, is becoming a, a a pretty decent uh point of contention with uh with the devs, but what kind of I you know, we're the kind of people that kind of wait and see.
0: Yeah, we're definitely wait and seeers, but I would just like to point out, so you're actually saying you don't have much of a P V penis. Uh
1: I don't. Uh my P V penis is lacking, if you will. It is
0: you know, we we really don't we don't stick it as far out there okay. as uh there as Chuck and Brian. But <laughs> no, no, no. Oh well, who does? I know, right? Who 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 has much of a P V penis presence as they do?
1: Wow, a lot of that's gonna get cut. Okay, so. (laughs) People are asking for GSF, uh, the daily and weeklies to give components. And the basically they're saying, uh, they're focusing on making these changes first and then they'll get to that. Um, people, like I said, are still saying it's too low. And my big thing, honestly, and I'm, this, I want to use this as a bit of a launching pad for me is all this stuff, in my opinion, needs to be legacy. I don't understand why it's not. This is a very alt friendly game. Why is none of this stuff legacy? Like if I get, it drives me crazy when I open, I'm like, I don't know, level 50 something now, uh, CXP and you're laughing. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on a second. Uh, CXP level 50 something. And if I have something that I just, why can't I go to another tune and just open up that, that deal?
0: You know? All right, so for those of you watching live on Twitch right now, you can see that I've had a big, huge smile on my face since Marshall mentioned Legacy, because this is about the eighth or ninth episode in a row that you've bitched about Legacy, and Are I'm serious. Th- I'm thinking. Are you kidding me right now? I'm I'm thinking all different stuff though. I'm thinking Legacy okay. has become your stackable storage. <laughs> Legacy, and look, uh, I'm sorry,
1: four five years ago. What was I saying about Datacrons? No, I, I, I you, you get results. I'm the results. legacy guy, dude.
0: You get results because I think they do listen to the Angry Black Man, do, but-
1: right? <laughs> and and do we or do we not have legacy Datacrons? We do have legacy Datacrons. Well, then you can shut your little face, then, son. <laughs> so stupid. All right, let's move on. Um, all right, so close PTS applications. So another round of those went out, which is awesome, right? Um, I haven't, obviously, I haven't had time for the regular game, let alone PTS. Uh, but we also have um some issues. So they did do a maintenance on the twenty eighth, right? Kay? And with that was five point one point two, which I'm not going to go through all the patch notes, but I'm going to bring it up here in a couple minutes. Uh, but one of the things that happened was you, they were missing the superior boosts, uh, CXP boosts, which is right. one of those things that they implemented a little bit ago, and um. People were asking, should I submit a ticket if, if I, if it's gone? Um, and they're, they're basically saying that they're going to get them back to you and that you don't have to do anything about it. They know that it's missing. Um, they said they made a change to the command experience boost in the patch, which caused active boost to drop off. They'll be granting a new item to the players, um, who had an active one to make up for the missed time.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Which
1: is badass because I know on the two tunes I was working on, I had active superior boosts on. So. Right. Not to say I've logged in or not, but they say you don't have to submit a ticket, they know. they know it's up and 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 there it is.
0: Well, it wouldn't matter because even if you were to log in in three weeks that Superior Boost is still active.
1: Well, but they went. Well, they, they, no, they, I'm saying
0: it should be still active. Yeah, so true. whether you've logged in or not, it's no matter whether they, they need to reimburse you for it. Mm.
1: Uh, next thing, someone asked about a new Stronghold maybe possibly coming with Iocath and all that stuff. What do you think?
0: Uh, I'm going to guess the trademarked soon but <laughs> um i uh, you think soon huh well trademark soon soon t m um but i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm gonna i'm with the other uh campiers i would i would love a manon one i in underwater but aren't you okay
1: speaking of no tangents this episode if you're in a manon stronghold aren't you technically sort of the fish tank you aren't you the fish in the fish tank think about it Water no. planet. No, think about it. Water planet, water stronghold. Oh, Outside's yeah. all water. Yes. Aren't aren't the fish go up to you and be like, oh, look at that little human yeah, in there. Yeah, w- no, we're the aquarium. Isn't, isn't that kind of badass? Yeah, that is kind of badass. Eric, if you're not listening, which you're not, do that.
0: Exactly. Okay, what if you are. Here we go. Go ahead. What if you're a Mon Calamari mm. in the Manon stronghold? Mm. You're a fish in the human fish tank? That's like
1: Manon Inception.
0: Manonception.
1: You're dumb. Okay. Actually, that's pretty funny. All right. So uh, he says basically adding a new stronghold is something we talk about often and it's something we would love to do. It's just a question of when, uh, I laugh. And this is Eric saying this. I laugh because our in- in internal conversations, uh, sound just like this thread. We all argue about our favorite places where we love to have a stronghold and. How many times have we sat here and been like, "Well, there's, uh, you know, personally, I want one on Rishi. I want a pirate, badass stronghold." Okay, that would be me. that
0: would be cool. I just think it would be too similar to Yavin.
1: Look, like in don't field. take this away from me, bro.
0: What we need is one on Hoth, so we can actually have a Hoth Fortress of second. Solitude. Yes,
1: Hoth is uh, second on my list. So I think I feel like you stole that from me, but that's fine. Oh no, comment on that? Okay, good. Uh So when is the best time to open crates? Is the name of this next thread? And what this person is basically asking is, okay, so. I don't know. You haven't done operations since the new stuff. No. When you do group content like that, what you get is these little tokens and they are CXP boosts. They give they grant you, uh, um, CXP. Um, and if you're with the DVL stuff going, if like, let's say you're dark side affiliated, right? If you, if you wait until your side is winning and you open that pack, you get an extra bonus. But what they're asking is when's the best time to open packs or crates? crates or packs um, and somebody's basically saying there's no right time to open a crate open them when you get them the right best time for the command tokens is when your site is winning and so Eric kind of basically uh made sure people understand that so that's that's super important i sit on those things and then like if i'm on one of my tunes and i see that the dark side's winning on our server i'll pop over the tunes i know i have those bonuses and i'll open all those and you get extra cxp on that
0: and you only get those bonuses from operations you get those from operations
1: i think flashpoints group content right exactly okay that's a good thing to know yeah for sure um after the patch dvl event armor is missing from the legacy bank and this would have bummed me out too because i have I worked tirelessly on that DVL event to get that, uh, that legacy armor. Um, It basically says if – well, let me open this up so I can get it right. But it basically says if you were missing it, they'll get it back to you. Um, It says instead of closing the thread, I'm going to quote you for visibility. It says if you had the armor in a cargo hold slash legacy stores, it's possible that it moved. Um, but it will still be in that same storage. So it might not be in the exact spot, but it might be somewhere else. Okay. And it says, if you had mods in your armor, you should also find them in the same storage container as the armor. Um, obviously, if you, had, if you have different issues, you might want to let them know.
0: Um, I completely forgot that we actually got our armor from the TVL event. So I'm going to have to go look and see. Yeah, if- that's the leveling armor, dude. That's the, that's the, that's the stuff.
1: Yeah. That's why I strove, you know, strive for the end there, you know? You're looking at me like, um, you want me to move on, which I will. Um, so after maintenance, uh, we did have some patch notes. I'm not gonna read all the patch notes, especially two hours later after we should have started. Um, but a couple things that did come up. And, and every say I say, every time I say I'm not gonna read patch notes, I always read some of them. Yeah, you do. Um, well, um, they did correct the, uh, the Galactic Starfighter requisition is now 250% Mm -hmm. rate, um, which that came up before. Players who are below level 70 can no longer use a command experience boost when bolstered to level 70. Which, I don't even understand how that works, but I just wanted to say that to you to see your face. So, if you're below 70, but you're bolstered to 70, you could use a Command XP boost. To what end, I don't know.
0: Well, if you're doing group content, so you're in a, you know, an operation, right? You're gonna, No, I
1: get it, but you're not even earning CXP because you're not level 70.
0: No, but those little crates that you get might have an added boost in it. But you don't get crates
1: because you're not level 70. That's why I don't understand this. You know, you don't. You don't even have access to Galactic Command until you're level seventy. That's the face.
0: Yeah, I really don't know then.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sure people out there know. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. I don't really care at this point. Um, Dark vs. Light armor set no longer bolsters higher than intended stats in War Zones, which is good. Um, there were a couple other things in here I wanted to uh, bring up. Oh, opponent area of effect indicators no longer appear as green in War Zones. They also shrunk. The um, people were complaining about on the map screen, they made that purple circle Mm -hmm. around your people. They shrunk that down. I don't think it's that noticeable. Um, From what I understand from the community, people are saying it's minimal how much they shrunk it, but it is what it is. Um, Let's see what else we have here. Oh, uh, if you were trying to use a chair on your ship, you can now do that. Have you been to your ship anytime recently?
0: You know, ironically enough, I was actually on my ship uh, like (laughs) two weeks ago. Okay. Um, as my uh, which one was it? I was on my uh, Jedi Counselor ship, and it was just oh no no my Jedi Knight because I realized that I'd never finished three companion stories, and so I never got those bonuses the uh, the mastery bonuses, and so I uh, went around and finished them, and you had to do it on.
1: So, were you trying to send the ship? No. Indeed,
0: the only chair I ever tried to sit in is the one at the at the. uh, That that one feels badass. The map, but yeah. mm -mm. Well, that's the that's the pilot seat. Yeah, it's the pilot seat. Anyway,
1: um, the main thing with this patch was that they enabled the um the item you can purchase to take off that extra CXP bonus. Okay, which that was a main that was a major thing. I'm not going to go through any of the uh warzone stuff. Um, there was one other thing in here. I just want to make sure that I touch on because. Chairs, sound effects. Oh, what is this? I'm going to read this to you. A groove sensor repairman has been dispatched to address a malfunctioning droid at the Alliance base. What the hell does that mean? Is there a dancing droid that someone has to address? I mean, what the hell is a groove sensor repairman? Explain that to me, sir. Yeah. Is there a droid right next to the jukebox? Again, dude, I don't know. I haven't logged in in a while, but you tell me. It's imagination time interesting okay All right. um the other major thing with the patch notes is they finally increase flashpoint and operation um uh, sorry operations now provide significantly increased command experience points which i'm really excited about going into log tomorrow night um, they've also increased it for boss and mini boss encounters and uh let's see per operation let's see Total command experience earned for full clear has been adjusted on a per operation boat, uh, basis. So essentially, if it's a longer, probably a scum and villainy kind of thing, you're going to get more as opposed to. An okay. Vault yeah, I got you. But that's gotcha. Gotcha. those, that's those experience points you get at the end. Right. Essentially. Okay. That saying. makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think that's about all I want to cover in the, in the old patch notes here. Let's awesome. get, let's get to our discussion topic. Are you ready? I'm ready. I don't even know if you've heard about this yet. I bet you haven't. Probably not. All right. So, over the weekend, okay, meaning over last weekend, I think it was Saturday or Sunday. Right. Um, the SWOTOR, uh, Twitter, uh, posted, and I have a link to the tweet. Anyway, that's the r- link to the wrong tweet, but the tweet was something along the lines of, we're gonna have a hundred more levels. They're gonna add, with 5.2, they're adding a hundred more CXP levels. Okay. What's the max? And another tier of gear. 300 right now. Oh, it's so gonna be go to 400. 400. And another tier of gear. Okay. Now, as you can probably imagine,
0: that Mox has already reached 400, even though it's not released yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. It says, as many of you saw from our social media posts of the weekend, we're going to be adding tier four gear and another hundred man, hundred command ranks to uh, Galactic Command in 5.2. I want to let you know there's a quite bit more than just uh, another tier. So one of the things they're doing is they're going to be, it's going to be working. Command crates are going to work a bit differently than tier 1 through 3 meaning the tier four ones. Right. Um, and you're going to be con- more consistently guaranteed to get a set bonus with the tier 4 okay they're making adjustments to tier 1 through 3 as well uh, that make leveling gear experience better uh, we want to make sure it feels rewarding to get higher uh, in command ranks per tier and <laughs> there are gearing related changes coming based on your feedback and adjustments etc and it says there's more coming. They're going to announce something probably tomorrow. I'm guessing because it's Thursday night. Right. They're going to post something this week. But here's the problem. Okay. People are already complaining it was a grind, right? Now you're going to add a hundred more levels. Okay. And then at some point they're going to readjust that big boost from the event that we're getting with 5.2, right? Right. So are they going to, so the point of contention is, first of all, I don't care. No. Honestly, I'm not even 100 right now. No. I have a long way to go. I don't go. think I've hit 20. I don't hit. care. So we're on a different level than some of these other folks, but people are upset. They're like, oh, I got to the top and now you're adding more grind. Um, why, why do we need another tier of gear? I mean, this was the rabbit hole I dove down one day and I'm just reading thread after thread after thread. After well,
0: thread. I'm going to point out what Mox just said in chat. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, I made the offhand joke that he's already reached 400, even though they haven't released it yet. <laughs> and he came out and said, technically I will be ready with tons of clicky CXP things because once he hit the 300 max, those people that already have finished the grind, mm-hmm. it's not like they've stopped playing content. And so they've been collecting these things that'll give them CXP and they'll just click through them once they,
1: and what he's referring to is those little clicky things I was talking yeah. about where, you know, when it's time, he's just going to be like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah.
0: He's just, he's basically saving up a bank of it.
1: Yeah. Which, which is great. Um, I honestly, dude, um, I know I can feel. People being upset. And of course, there's a, I'm going to unsubscribe and blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. People get all upset about that.
0: And you know what I say to those people? If you're going to unsubscribe, you would have done it by now. Well, and, and I I don't think the extra hundred levels of CXP is the uh,
1: straw that breaks your back. Right. And it's funny because somebody, I think it was Utini actually were talking about this exact thing and somebody wrote in and basically was saying like, look, that's not really helpful. Like you up some unsubscribing doesn't really do what they want it to do. It would be more conducive for them to continue to give feedback and to, you know, I mean, granted, okay, they're going to lose 15 bucks, but that's not the end all be all. Right. Uh, Any other thoughts on this man? Because honestly, I don't really care about the extra levels because I'm never going to get to 300 anyway. Um, But, you know, here I, we I
0: think it's crazy. That Death Thrones has said that he's already had three tunes to level 300. Yeah, that's crazy. But, uh, um,
1: one thing, oh, because we didn't record last week, I did more than just vlog. I've been working on my bounty hunter, uh, my mercenary, and I've been trying to, so what I'm trying to do is make a 230 gear set piece legacy set. Okay. Right? And so I have actually, I screwed up the story completely. I don't know what I did. I can't even access my companions anymore. I screwed a bunch of stuff up. But really, I'm just grinding CXP on that tune to try to build that set. So I have a four piece bonus set with my tank I'm on the M side. So I'm working on getting my, um, my DPS set up.
0: Yeah. What you must have done is you must have started coffee, but I not did. finished chapter nine. Oh, no. So if no, no, you... I started
1: coffee and didn't even finish my, my storyline.
0: Yeah. So therefore you've <laughs> lost all your companions. Uh, yeah, and you didn't get to level nine to get, open up the alliance yet, so you can't get Indeed. the alliance companions yet either. Right.
1: So I can't. So I'm locked out of alliance.
0: Basically, the only alerts. ones you have are the ones that you can unlock independently, like yeah. Nico Carr and yeah, uh, Shea Vizla and stuff like that.
1: So I just gave a bunch of gifts to Shea Vizla, and we're rolling. Yeah,
0: and of course you're, you know, trusty droids. I don't like any of them. I'm actually. <laughs> Lately, I've been playing. Like the the times that I have played, I've been playing with my droids because they have a weird. You know, you normally have your things where you have You're to talking ki- about your ship droid. Yeah. Oh God. Your C two N two and your uh two X whatever. Yeah. Um. You know, usually when you you have to kill so many with a certain companion, right? Yeah. And usually it's a hundred and a thousand. Well, with them, it's a hundred, a 1, thousand, and twenty five hundred.
1: Wow, I still can't believe three tunes to
0: three hundred. Yeah.
1: This guy's my hero.
0: You're an all-star. Yeah. Remember All right. that, song? Hey, now. You're an all-star. all-star. Get your game on. Go oh,
1: play. Okay. okay. So we're going to switch to Star Wars. Are you ready?
0: Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, pew. Um, but you're in charge of the slider, oh. so you blew it. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for.
1: Started. <laughs> That's your over two, you blew it both times, which is great uh, by me. Moving on. I'm gonna let you uh, take the lead on this dude. Uh, D23. What do you got?
0: Yeah. So uh, just a, a couple of quick discussion topics. Uh, uh, there are uh, kind of rumblings in the, in the news uh, talking about what is possibly going to get released at D23. Um the last D23 was in 2015 and of course it was before Force Awakens. So really there was not a ton of stuff that they could release. Right. Um it was a uh, a lot of um future Marvel content and a lot of um what am I drawing a blank? Oh, and their live action reboots. Right, right. Right? Well, now that they have the next uh the next um D23 coming up this summer in July and it's after uh, celebration a lot of people think that it is going – and Celebration is, is primarily going to be focused on The Last Jedi. Okay. But the next Star Wars Celebration is after the release of Han Solo. So a lot of people are thinking that a lot of the Han Solo news is going to come out of D23 in July. So we're going to get um, probably most likely the title, uh, first teaser trailer. Um, by teaser trailer, I mean there's going to be like no footage. It's going to be like the very first one of the, the Force Awakens, where it was basically a little bit of musical cue, a couple of uh, uh, images, but not yeah anything else. Um, so you think
1: we're going to f- get a full blown trailer at Celebration?
0: No, I think we're going to get a, a teaser trailer. Okay. Um, you know, like the very first, the very first Force Awakens teaser trailer was like 13 seconds long or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um. It's gonna be like that, I'm guessing. Um, but I think most definitely we're gonna be getting our, uh, the title mm-hmm. because a lot of people complained about how late the Last Jedi title came. Is it late though? I, not really. I mean, what? We're over a year and a half out, aren't we? From the Last Jedi?
1: Yeah. Oh uh, no, not Last Jedi. No, we got December. Okay. We're yeah, right. we're yeah, like
0: right. nine months out,
1: dude. Sorry, I, was th- I thought you were talking about Han Solo.
0: Um, no, Han Solo. We're uh, we're just uh, we're about a month and two months, or a year and two months out. Yeah. Um. So by the time we get to July, because right, that's May. Yeah, it's going to be ten months out, which sounds about right to get a title. Can I ask
1: you a question? Do you think they are gearing up for a um? No, I I, don't, I almost don't want to say it because they're going to bump Han Solo to May. So we have. Nope.
0: It was never bumped. That was always its release date. Okay.
1: Well, they announced it officially though, recently.
0: Right. And actually, we'll get to that in here in a minute. Right. But yeah, but it had always been the plan for May. Okay. Um, actually, the only ones that were originally supposed to get released in December were Force Awakens and Rogue One. Okay. Last Jedi was actually supposed to come out this May. That is what got bumped. Oh, I see. And nothing else behind it is bumped. So everything else is still coming out in May.
1: So what I was alluding to probably doesn't matter, but I was thinking because you have Han Solo you know you have last jedi right and then you have Han Solo 5 months later like super quick right are they going to try to do 9 in december, december? no that's going to be
0: in the may of that's gonna be 2019 next may. okay
1: yeah. so they're just shifting to may okay i'm good with that
0: yeah and the 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 main reasoning that a lot of people well that i've read um that they're sticking specifically with the the May release date that they've given for for Han Solo, which I might as well just give it to you now. Um, that they're giving it is um, May twenty fifth of twenty eighteen. Is that, that's that's uh, forty one years to the day of the original uh, oh, really? Star Wars movie. Wow. That May twenty fifth is the actual date.
1: Oh, that's adorable.
0: Yes. Um, so basically, that's what we're expecting. Also, they are expecting that by July they might um, have enough solidified. To announce not only what the next Star Wars story will be, but possibly what is else is in the cards post uh, Skywalker Saga.
1: Alright. Cool, man. Uh, I, we've talked about this quite a bit. I, I think they're gonna go away from the Skywalkers. Personally. Unless it comes to light like, that Ray is a Skywalker. Which, she probably is a Skywalker. But, I mean.
0: I'm still holding out hope that she's a Kenobi. Well. But. Yeah. Um, I, I think finish the Skywalker Saga at nine. And then, That's if you, what I'm and then, if you want to pick up another saga,
1: well, not a saga. I'm thinking like, okay, maybe you do a standalone later. Like, I think everything going forward after nine should be just Star Wars stories. Let's just get a story every year.
0: No, well, I I think what they could do is um stick with the trilogy format. Yeah. Right. Once the saga ends at nine, but don't play in like another nine episode saga. Mm. Do trilogies, and so it's trilogy one. Story. Trilogy two, story. Trilogy three. Yeah, story. That's trilogy one. Story. Because then they could pick um like say for example, if they did want to bring in older public time frame in, sure. They could do a trilogy on Bane and Revan and, and then offset it with and offset it with those stories. And then yeah. if they wanted to do um, even if they want to bring in the, uh, I can, why can I not remember the one that had like 20 books on it was later, like after the solos talking about like, you,
1: John Vong stuff yeah. and all that oh, I'm saying never if, do that. I'm saying
0: if they chose yeah, to do yeah, that, yeah, but yeah. I'm like, come up with those stories, whatever, but do a trilogy. Yeah. So all that stuff
1: was like, what? 30 years after uh battle of the Avon kind of stuff. Yeah. It was yeah. all way 30 later. plus years. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, do something like that where you have a self-contained trilogy, but then you can throw in little stories, you know, actually very much in format with, like, and we'll get to this in a minute, but the way that uh, that uh Chuck Wendig has built Empire's End, mm-hmm. which is now released now, and what it is, it's the main story, but inside there's little chapter interludes that, oh, yeah, yeah. that follow up stories, and we'll get to one about Jar Jar Binks here in a minute. Oh, nice.
1: Okay, cool. Um, so what else you have here? Star Wars rivals?
0: Yeah, there's a, you know, there's always trademarks and stuff that are, that are hijacked. Like, uh, when I remember, still remember when a new hope came, or not when a new hope came out, when, um, Phantom Menace came out, they took a lot of like screen names and usernames and websites that had Darth Tyrannus and all these things that had to do with titles coming up, right? I gotcha. Um, so back in December, they trademarked a title called, Uh, Force of Destiny or something like that, and nobody still knows what that is. But in January, or just a couple weeks ago, they did a uh, trademark for Star Wars Rivals, and it's under Education Entertainment or something like that, which is very similar to what they do for um, mobile games. So it looks like there's going to be a new mobile game coming out called Star Wars Rivals, and that'll probably get announced at Star Wars Celebration.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I cannot wait to see what we get out of out of celebration. There's always something, so yeah. we're gonna get a bunch of
0: stuff. Um, yeah, and I I like the idea of rivals because you know they have the new force the new force arena thing where it's kind of head to head yeah. combat, but it's kind of like what if they did like just a Capcom style of like Street Fighter style Street Fighter yeah. style, you know, one on one, and that's called Rivals. I
1: would play that all day long.
0: Yeah, I mean, where you could be C three PO fighting Emperor Palpatine.
1: Yeah, again, all day long. Exactly. But I I spent a lot of money on Street Fighter 2, to be fair in the arcades back I, in the day. Yeah, I'm just throwing that out there. You're a geek, um, <laughs> shocking, right? Yeah,
0: anybody listening to us is a geek too.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right, Uh what do you got? Just go to the Jar Jar Binks thing, man.
0: Yeah, so we have the uh, the interludes we were talking about. Well, he kind of told us what's happening with Jar Jar Binks, right? Um, of course he had a huge, you know, fall from grace after he was the one that. Put Palpatine into power. Well, for sure, by giving him the emergency uh, things. Well, he's now he's kind
1: of bamboozled in that.
0: But oh, yeah. absolutely! No, he was totally you know hoodwinked. But yeah. um, evidently, he's now living on the streets of Naboo mm. as a street is he homeless, as a yes, as a street clown. Huh? And he meets this kid and kind of like says, "I'll teach you my ways" and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. This has gotten hijacked into the whole Jar Jar's. Really, is no, it's, no. The Jar, Jar is really a Sith Lord. Oh right! I forget. Why did I forget about that? Because the kid in the book um had an acid burn or something on his face, and he's like, "What if that kid is Snoke, and huh. Jar Jar trained him?" Interesting.
1: Um, I don't care about any of that. No, it's totally not happening. Yeah, but here's the thing. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of bummed that I'm behind on the Star Wars books, especially these. Um, I got you know we've talked about it. enough times. I hit a little bit of roadblock here and there. Um. But yeah, I like I like when novels uh, Sanderson does it. He does interludes where he to expand the universe that he's creating or the world he's creating. He brings in peripheral kind of characters and uh, that you may have seen before or heard about, and kind of expands on like a short story within a, a bigger novel.
0: You right. Know what I mean, and as Mox points out, you know, hashtag spoilers, but I'm not. Telling like major storyline issues. Yeah. Because the Charger thing has absolutely nothing to do with the main story. It's right. just like here is a little tidbit of what's happening. Right. And another thing, and actually I didn't put this link in the show notes, but there is another long held and kind of reviled uh Star Wars character that uh has been like like I said, long time reviled that is now gonna be officially canon. Who who are we talking about? Um, do you guys want the name? I'll let the people in chat decide. It's. I will tell you. It is a character from the holiday special.
1: Oh, are we talking Lumpy. Lumpy. <laughs> Lumpy is canon. Oh, that's amazing. Um, but wasn't Lumpy always canon because of the special?
0: No, because the special is like in that gray area where yeah, it's not actually that weird, canon. That weird
1: spot. We've talked about that before.
0: Yes. So, um speaking of spoilers. Yeah. So again, it's one of those things where it's like it's just not. Yeah, it's and I can't remember if it's actually in Empire's End or if it's in another thing I read, but he is going to be officially canon.
1: Nice man. Um, let's get to my favorite thing of the week, Star Wars wise. Um, you you take it away. I haven't even got a chance to read it. I saw it today, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited about this!" And then I had to do stuff.
0: Yeah, the big news from today is that um, minor spoilers, maybe. Yeah, minor spoilers here. Um, and actually, I, I won't go all in depth on it because the article's out there. If you want to read it, you can read it. Um, uh, there was a, uh, an excerpt of the new Thrawn book by Timothy Zahn released to USA today. That's comes out very soon. Um, Right. I want to say it's May. I think it's May. No, I think it's this month. The audiobook? for Thrawn. Yeah. You, you talk anyway. So let's just say that, the, cause you know, this is Thrawn's backstory. Yeah. And let's just say when Thrawn approaches the Emperor as joining his empire, um, he says, if you want to know about my loyalty, talk to one of your servants. I'll put it that. So evidently he knows one of his servants from the past. Okay. So we will leave it at that and let your imagination run wild.
1: Okay. I was a month off. I already pre-ordered the book. Um, which is why I thought it was happening sooner rather than later. It's 39 days from now. Thank you, Audible. AudibleTry.com slash usual podcast. So in April. Um, April 11th, a couple days after okay, cool. my birthday. So my birthday is also in April. Yes, it is. I'm 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 getting a little delirious. <laughs>
0: Let's move on. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, if you want to check out that article, check it out. Um, I got it from comicbook.com. Um, but it's very, very cool that they are really tying in Thrawn, especially from Rebels. Indeed. Can I let – me, let me take
1: this next one. So, Absolutely. Uh this is pretty cool. I saw this uh, in a couple different places, but the original Star Wars trilogy, that means the non-special edition cut, the thing that you cannot seem to find anymore.
0: You're um, right. It's actually – it's only available on VHS at this point, and, and the, that's actually been um, put in the vaults.
1: Yeah. Well, dude, the VHS I have is not
0: that. Yeah, you you have, the, you have the gold and silver ones. Yeah, right. I do. When the gold and silver, super annoying. One, yeah, the, the I, I was working and at a video store when those came out. When those came out, you had the gold and silver sets, which were these weird. Yeah, they
1: had like a little side sliding. Yeah, thing. it was a brick thing. Mm-hmm, yeah,
0: but at the same time, they released a flat black case, right? That had the original trilogy in it. I mean, the original copies in it and those are much harder to get yeah so so basically uh, if you wanted to watch han shoot first and if you wanted right. to see uh no windows in cloud city that sort of thing question are we going to get this or not um it's been in it's been rumored for a long time yeah but um i believe it's making star wars who, who's a pretty reliable uh source mm-hmm. has come out and said that lucasfilm has already done it like they've already created the digital format of it Right. And the Blu ray of it. The thing that they're always getting, that they're getting around, which they've always gotten around, especially since uh, Disney bought out, is that Fox actually owns the rights. Yeah. Um, so you, so it's not necessarily the packaging or the, the manufacturer, it's the distribution. Indeed. Because you have to get through those hoops of, you know, who owns the rights and the fact that A New Hope One is actually still owned partially by, I think, Lucas and partially by Fox. And so it's kind of all over the place. Uh,
1: uh lady in the chat. Yes, indeed. Yes, Han- the Han Shah only. Only. In yeah. the
0: original original. Yeah, no, I,
1: I, God, man, when was the last time I saw that scene? The way Seriously, it was supposed to be. It,
0: honestly, I, I think the last time I saw it was at my brother's house when he lived in San Luis Obispo and he had a top-down VCR yeah.
1: player. I think I saw it, you know, when they, when they used to show him on TV, like, just so long ago, dude, you know? Yeah,
0: and, um, I can't remember who it was that came out and said it would kind of make sense for them to do it now because there was 20 years between the original release and the special editions. Right Now it's been 20 years between the special editions and now.
1: I mean, we're talking 40 years of Star Wars right
0: now. Yeah, and plus it just makes sense for this May is coming up is with Star Wars Celebrations is the 40th anniversary officially, so if they were to announce that at Celebrations as well. Indeed. All right, man,
1: so let's get to some Rogue One stuff. Uh, are we finally going to get this on, on uh, the old VHS laser... Di-
0: we're not doing that. No, but they have okay. released the dates. Um, we're gonna get the digital HD is gonna be released on March 24th, cool. so you're looking at three weeks out. Um, and then um, it looks like two weeks later or a, a week and a half later on uh, April 4th, a week before Thrawn. Indeed, uh, we're gonna get the Blu-ray discs.
1: Nice. Uh, I will wait for Blu-ray. I think I, that's one of those ones I just kind of want.
0: Oh I, yeah, I because I like, you're to buy, get, I like to buy the Star Wars. Yeah, because you're gonna get special features and stuff. And speaking of that, there's a um. A featurette that was released, I believe through Europe through uh, England. Yeah. Um. But it talks about how, um, if you notice a lot of the space shots that, <clears throat> that Gareth Edwards was able to get in rogue one was very different than what we had normally gotten. Right. And it's because the crew developed a way to use a VR camera. Oh yeah. I did
1: see some about yeah, that. So yeah. So what he
0: was able to do is they were able to to work up a connection with a new kind of rig with a new kind of camera um, and so he could go around on his iPad and see what the camera shot would look like. Dude, that's so In fast, digital dude. engineering. Oh. And so he was able to say, for example, when you're getting those hammer, uh, the hammerhead, uh, ships. Yeah, the ship that, uh, they hit it out right. of the way and down into the gate. Right. Um, they had that really cool angle. Yeah, yeah. Because he was able to kind of plan that stuff. Dude,
1: that's sick. I, and I, I would love to see, especially when we're talking sci fi. And hopefully, fantasy kind of takes a, a note of this too, where they're able to do this kind of stuff. Um, it's really going to elevate kind of the types of shots we're going to get, which I think well, is Well, I mean, cool.
0: it's just like when when uh, Lucas invented ILM and yeah. in Skywalker oh, Sound, yeah. everything took a great leap forward. I mean, THX is named after THX 1138, yeah. which is a Lucas film because he developed all this
1: stuff. And we wouldn't be where we are right now without any of that. Oh, no. So- uh rogue one stuff uh nope we just did that uh last jedi stuff
0: yeah so lucas film has actually come out and said that they like the red arm that c3po had in in, in uh, force awakens there's going to be more changes to him in last jedi really yeah major changes
1: is he going to become an astromech that'd be I'm- hilarious <laughs> I just I don't know. It and just give, popped in my head like him stuck in like a little tiny body. And give
0: give legs to R two D Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> let's football him. Make R two a protocol droid, and, and, and you know uh, C three P O and
0: Astromech. No, hilarious. you know what we need to do is give C three P O the beeps and let R two talk. Exactly. I would love to hear what he has to say. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, it's funny for somebody that has like said, "I want to step away from the Star Wars thing." JJ's actually been quoted a lot the last couple mm-hmm. weeks. Um, he's actually come out and, cause, you know, he's of course seen a rough cut of, um, uh, just like ba- Iger has and everything. Um, he's seen a rough cut of, of Jedi and, yeah. and, uh, The Last Jedi and he's arguing for Hamill getting an Oscar. Really? He's saying he's that good in it. Well, I didn't see that, but I'm excited. I mean, we know how good Hamill has become as an actor. By the way, is
1: there a reason you didn't put any Oscar stuff in tonight? I did. I put one. Oh, you put one. And we'll okay. get to it in popcorn. I put one too. You're, you're welcome. Um,
0: and then on top of that, he's already read the Han Solo script. Yeah. And he praises it. He says, quote, it's an amazing script. And JJ
1: is not like one of those guys like, oh, I better tell him what they want to hear. Yeah, JJ, well, one,
0: He's not. a. I mean, he's up for fan service, but not fan. Uh, he's not going to play. It, look, he's not going to come out
1: just to say it. He's either going to say nothing or he's going to say a exactly. positive thing. Like he doesn't come out and say, well, I think this is crap. You guys shouldn't go see it. You know, it doesn't exactly. make any sense to him. Um, Han Solo stuff.
0: Um, and actually, really quick, JT actually points out that Jedi and Last Jedi is confirmed oh. as plural. Oh, yeah. We because, haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, because of, uh, the different, um, language sure. posters the that translations have come out. When yeah, they Yeah, the different translations. Yeah, yeah. Which is, because sick. like, if you look at it in Spanish, it says Los Jedi. Right. Yeah.
1: So, um, who do we think that is? Real quick. Thanks, JT. Speculation, tangent time.
0: Um, Just, I thought yeah. we had zero tangents.
1: No, no, no tangents. So the Last Jedi are, I'm making you tangent.
0: No, I think it's just it. It's the the Knights of Ren. You think so? I I because I don't think it actually is. Ultimately, I think that I'm those. Thinking, I think it's Ray and I think it's Ray Luke. Last Jedi. Boom. Well, I I think that I'm Luke saying. in his sequ- sequestration, mm. uh, he might have realized that maybe just the title of Jedi. Yeah. Especially if they're bringing more of the the Book of the Wills in. That they yeah. are, uh, that they might be going more towards a gray Jedi format.
1: But also, is Ray ever going to be a Jedi? That's the other question. That's the
0: other question. So. But, but see, I'm saying he might train her differently yeah. and not officially be Jedi. Mm. And so the last Jedi mm. technically would be the Knights of Ren who fell from Luke's teaching. Okay. So they're no, they're no longer Jedi either. Okay. You handled that okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm um, saying. uh, Han Solo also uh, officially started production. On uh, February 20th. Yeah, what? Last couple weeks ago? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And they, um, they talked about that,
1: but the release date?
0: Yeah, and they have a release date, uh, is confirmed for May 25th of 2018. Oh, it's
1: the 25th. Why did I think it was a little, was it 15th? Why no, it's
0: always been in the, the, the third to fourth the week because okay. it's always right around George Lucas's birthday. Got it. Okay.
1: Cool. Uh, real quick, uh, I'm gonna let you cover this one. I am, an episode or two behind with the Wi Fi town and, and all this stuff. Like I'm a little behind on rebels, but not a whole lot. I'm, I'm exactly
0: two episodes behind. Okay. It. So I think we're about the
1: same spot, but this is a big deal.
0: It is. Well, we, we found out in the, uh, tales of the dark saber, uh, trials of the dark dark episode. They mentioned the Mandalorian Wars and we talked about how much does it actually uh, constitute Canon. Um, but, uh, Filoni has actually Filoni is the the showrunner. Yeah, uh, has actually come out and said it is a direct reference to Kotor, right. um, because he actually was a fan. He used to play Kotor, and he said it is a direct reference, but he kept it vague enough where they could expand or shrink it. But he is saying that, um, and one thing that they actually mentioned in the article is that the Mandalorian war led to the armor that the mandalorians have right because you notice almost everything they have is designed to fight jedi i
1: i yeah i'm with you and i and i love that dark saber episode was really cool but um before i go to what jt just suggested which i think is going to make us tangent i think that's the crux of it i think rebels has been dancing around this uh for seasons right you have to keep it vague if you're going to pull from the evu because you if you get too specific then you're pulling in whole novels you're pulling in exactly whole story so what they're doing and is and,
0: and they they started this with clone wars where they, mm-hmm. they brought in bane at the end exactly. of the series without bringing in the whole because it they is they'd already introduced the concept of rule of two right um but what i love about this is like when they brought in thrawn they brought in the personality but none exactly. of the backstory, because right. Timothy Zahn was going to create a whole new backstory.
1: Right. The, so they could you do also get the, the physical controversy over the eyes, too, because exactly. in the book, he didn't have, you know.
0: Exactly. Um. But they could do the same thing with Mandalorian, words. they're bringing in the concept. And, and that's why the armor developed that way without bringing in the specific names or anything. And they could build around it. Indeed.
1: All right. So let's go to what JT said.
0: Yeah, there's this new packaging that's come out that shows the the, what the three, the big three look like, which we talked about last,
1: well, last week.
0: Yeah, um, and um, for example, Ray's got a different look. Um, It looks like darker hair, uh, not as much in the braid as it was before. I
1: assumed that our friend JT was alluding to maybe they're the last Jedi.
0: Um, except for Finn has not shown any force sensitivity that I can tell. And Poe, we already know he's descended from the two people who might be force sensitive, and he might get it from the force tree that they were given in the Shattered Empire campaign. I'm talking
1: force trees. I mean, look where, look where we're at, dude. Exactly. Look so, at his
0: piloting skills. Come on. No, absolutely. Don't get me wrong. You know, the, his. Just throwing it out there. I
1: don't even know if that's what JT meant. I just his
0: reflexes are very similar to what they had Anakin have in pod racing. That's what I'm saying. Because there are things that you see him do, especially in atmosphere. Mm hmm. With the X-Wing that you just haven't seen anybody else. There's nothing
1: do. like that shot, like right before uh, Finn yells out. Yeah, you he know, does that barrel roll. That's one hell of a pilot. Over. I mean, he does some stuff. Like, if you if you go back and look at that that sequence of what he does in that moment, that is amazing.
0: Yeah. One thing I hope they do, because Star Wars really doesn't do anything in Flashback. Okay? See? They it's either, they either touch it, teach it in Prologue mm. or in Visions, right? Well, so you right. either get the prologue of like when Jyn Ursa was a kid right before she wakes up in the transport, right? Yeah. That could have easily been told in the flashback 15 minutes later, but no, they told it as a prologue. Mm-hmm. Or you get an envision like Ray did when she picked up the lightsaber. I'm wondering how they're going to work around this when they're going to be telling the backstory of the Knights of Wren, which is obviously going to be told in the past. Is, uh, is it going to be like, godfather 2 format where it's like back and forth and not really flashback but just yeah. two different distinct timelines all right with that but on top of that by going back to that time period that might be about when when poe is getting into the service mm-hmm. and it might explain the force tree which we never got explanation of from force awakens all right should we leave it there yeah enough tangents
1: we only half tangented
0: we true well we tangentially
1: tangented <laughs> Don't get all tangential on me now, dude. Sorry. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well you're not. In the future, none of you uh heroes.
0: You're legends. Honestly, guys, nothing but professionalism here. We need to give Marshall some food. Let me just tell you, I have
1: not eaten all day.
0: He's not eating and he's drinking a nine percent beer. No, it's not nine. This is only seven. Oh, only 8.1. <laughs> Split the difference. Yeah. Well, here we are. All right. So we're into usual roundup now. Um. Oh, man. We had some deaths. We do. Uh, let's get a couple of the, the, the two deaths out of the way, uh, quickly. Of course, uh, uh, Neil Fingleton, uh, died. He played, um, uh, Mag the Mighty in Game of Thrones season four. The big giant. The giant. And what was that? I,
1: I, th- there was so much happening. And so many. I was wrapped up in the next one we're going to talk about, and I saw this one. Um, do you know what
0: happened? Well, I mean, he was a large gentleman, anyways. Yeah, and so it's like just, an Andre the Giant kind of. Thing, I think it's, it was that sort of thing. Yeah. It was just a side effect of whatever diseases oh, he had. That's so sad. Because I believe he was thirty six. Yeah, he wasn't really all that old.
1: I just I love that character on the screen though in Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, great. Oh, man, especially so
0: when cool. they had the uh, when they were dealing with the tunnel in the in the wall. Yeah, indeed. Fantastic. Um then of course the big news of the week had uh, actually happened the morning of the Oscars. Ugh. Um we lost Bill Paxton. Yeah, man. Um and the creepiest thing about this is one of the commercials that were shown over and over again during the awards was a Rolex commercial. Right? And what it did What it did is it showed a whole bunch of movies where Rolexes were featured. And the one and very few of them actually had dialogue, but the one that did and kept popping up in my face every single time it happened was when he's underneath in the submarine in Titanic yeah. and he's recording out the window, you can see the Rolex on his wrist oh, and he's looking at the camera saying something. So it's like, it seemed like every 20 or 30 minutes of seeing Bill Paxton again.
1: What's crazy, man. I think the last thing I saw Paxton in, and again, he's one of those actors. He's been in everything. I think the last thing I saw him in um, that I just It's one of those moments. He's not chewing the scenery, but he's just—I just love that he's there, and I love that he's Bill Paxton in that role. Right? Is Agents of Shield? Yes, Um, he got rave reviews, and he played—he played a really cool. You know, villain. I mean, it's just one of those roles where it's just like, oh man, I'm so glad Bill Paxton's in this role. You know, yeah.
0: And actually, the big thing is, is um, you know, the 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 latest trend has been to take TV uh, movies and turn them into TV shows. Yeah. For example, actually, I've been watching Lethal Weapon all season, and actually, I'm almost liking it better than the show than the movies. Really? Yeah. And they I just even
1: thought about watching that.
0: It, it's actually fairly enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I like it. The guy who plays Riggs is better than Gibson. I think. All right. Um, but they, and they just introduced. I wasn't a
1: big Lethal Weapon fan either. They though,
0: just introduced the so. Dope character. All right. And it's played by Tom Lennon. Who, Tom Lennon. uh, he's, well, he wrote the Night at the Museum movies. Oh, he's I in know. the okay. Odd Couple. He yeah, produces yeah. at midnight. Um, he's part of, he was the main guy in that, he was in 911, Reno 911, who always wore the shorts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, he was part of the state, uh, coming up. Um, but, um, you know, talking about Bill Paxton is, um, the first thing I ever remember seeing him in was Weird Science. Yeah. We played Chip, the older brother. He was like, I'm going to give you a nice greasy pork sandwich served in a dirty <laughs> ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh, but, the, well, so anyways, uh, the thing that he's been doing recently is he was on this season. Um, They did training day and he played the, 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 uh, the older character. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if, it, like, they, I don't know if they race swapped it and, and he was the Denzel character or whatnot. Yeah, I'm not sure. But he was, uh, he was in it, but evidently he'd already finished his, wrapped his season. So at least they're going to get the full season out of well, it. Well,
1: and I've. Chat, not Chip. Thanks, Steve. And I'm, I could not be more. I could not be farther behind. I think on agents of shield, and I'm not sure if he was slated to come back or if he was in this currency. Actually, they
0: came out and said that, no, he hadn't, there hadn't, I mean, they'd always kept him in reserve, Yeah, but they had no plans for him to happen. Okay. Soon.
1: Good. Okay. Whew. Well, he will be missed. Uh Oh, absolutely. And it was, it was one of those things. It was like, it was a I, freak thing. You had, I guess he, he had heart surgery. I yeah,
0: he went in for surgery and he just died on the table
1: and, and no, he had oh, complications, complications after the fact. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's super sad. Um, i I did not watch the Oscars in, uh, in real time. I'm not one of those people. I can't sit and watch an awards show. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm not that guy. I, I just, I just can't do it. We've had so many conversations about this over the last two years. Every award show that comes and goes, you watch them all. I kind of poke fun at you for doing it, but I'm, I'm glad people do. And I'm glad that you do. I, I don't even understand what the hell happened. How do you mess up? An award show. So I okay. I, I didn't even very I didn't bury the lead. So you tell okay. me.
0: Um first of all I'm just gonna tell everybody what happened yeah. in time. I well, mean if but, if you guys yeah. haven't watched or you didn't watch the Oscars, or whatever. Basically what happened the award show was fairly, you know, blase, very fine. you know, fairly you Horror, know, predictable. Maybe. Just kidding. Um but what we got at the very end is they brought out Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, um, because they were uh doing the what is it? The 50th anniversary of Bonnie and Clyde, I think was this year. Um, real quick. If it's not too late, good night, death row. Thank you for sticking around this
1: whole time. It, uh, it's late wherever you are. Yeah. Good we night. really
0: appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, he okay, was right through our tech problem. Cause he's in Australia. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think so. Yeah. So anyway, so he, uh, um, so basically they, they came out and, um, previously not not the award directly before but uh shortly before Emma Stone had just won for La La Land okay so basically they came out they did their spiel and then they were announcing who won and Warren Beatty opened the the envelope and he was like looking at it and i thought he was having like a senior moment cuz warren beatty's up there he's like 80 something yeah um and don't worry he's a uh, honest to god hollywood icon is. i yeah. mean he won I mean, he was in Shampoo. He, I mean, granted, he didn't do Ishtar, but he did Reds, which won Best Picture sure. and all that stuff. So, anyways. Um, so, basically, he was trying to make sense of it. And I thought he was having a senior moment. And then, all of a sudden, Faye Dunaway just grabbed the card out of his hand and said, just say it. And said, La La Land. So, basically, what happened, though, is that they were handed the wrong card. Hmm. And the card they were given was the Emma Stone card, which had already been opened up. And so, he was like, wait a second.
1: He's all, something's wrong.
0: And he was trying to figure it out. <laughs> right. And Faye Dunaway just, like, jumped in and read La La La, not seeing right. him a stone above it. Oh, God. So then they came up and they started giving their speeches. But as you as you can see in the background, people were running back and forth, right, trying to figure it out. <laughs> so basically, it, the whole upshot was they were given the wrong card. And finally, the producer of, um, La La Land said, actually, no, it's Moonlight. They handled it very classy, very well done. He showed up the card, which was great. You could
1: tell they were kind of upset. Oh, no, don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. Absolutely. Wouldn't you be? <laughs> Absolutely.
0: But evidently, well, Cooper, who does the tabulations, and they're the ones who physically hand the cards to the right. presenters. Yeah. Um, because they're kept in a lock case or whatever until mm. showtime. Um, they've come out and apologized. Now, the rumor behind the scenes, and Pricewaterhouse has not confirmed this, but that the Pricewaterhouse person behind, off offstage, who was in charge of giving him that card, was simultaneously trying to tweet a picture of Emma Stone backstage. Oh. And so he got flummoxed and gave the wrong card as they were going out.
1: A social media
0: blunder? Yes. Eek. Um, evidently that tweet has since been Deleted. Yeah, and I'm sure his account's gone by now too. Um, I'm
1: sure he might be fired. Maybe.
0: Um. Yeah. But
1: basically, that's basically what happened. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Hello Fire.
0: Yeah. Um. I was actually in the moment. I was actually chatting with my sister, and I was like, um, maybe they shouldn't have people in their 80s coming out and doing the the. Probably main not. lord of the night and it's just going back to when they had uh elizabeth taylor out mm. shortly after she had brain surgery and i'm like okay but think
1: about it you're gonna put someone on the stage they should be i mean i don't want to say like oh you should be young you should be this but you should be um
0: able to think on your feet well
1: yeah and have the wherewithal to be like okay something's wrong here let me articulate it in a way to be like hey let's hold up a second um let's double check this card doesn't match what i think i'm supposed to say exactly and we're warm, was like
0: halfway there
1: right but what's her name? Fate just to. jumped in. So anyway. Yeah. Um
0: So basically that's what happened and it's just it's interesting that Price Waterhouse fell on the sword, which you yeah. knew they were going to. The whole thing makes me laugh. Uh really Steve says, uh, my brother says that both the guy and the female representative that are backstage mm. have both been fired from Price Waterhouse. Nope, there. Well, um but good the luck thing is job. is how does this work? Because Price Waterhouse has been doing the Oscars for like forty plus years now. That's true. Do they go to another accounting firm? I mean, or what?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what do you What do you do?
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously <laughs> there's some sort of contract, so maybe they have to go out there. You know, I just don't know. But it's it's interesting to see what's gonna happen next year, right?
1: right. Um. So what do you got about Avatar, dude? Because this is important. Um. Is j- it though? Is it? Well, it
0: is because. Finally. Yeah, because James Cameron has been stringing Avatar along for the last eight years now. Um. And but he's officially come out and said that Avatar two. Will start production August fifteenth of this year. Is that a hard date? That's a hard it- date, according to him. <laughs> I think what he was kind of waiting on to start production on it was waiting for the uh, the World of Avatar to open up at yeah. Disney World. And that's a big deal. Um, that's opening up in May. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's going to be a whole bunch of press that he's going to have to do with that. Why start a production when you're just going to have to go over there? Right. Um, so it just makes sense. Do the whole press thing with that. Take a month off for pre production and then start production. Yeah, makes sense.
1: Uh, Jordan Peele?
0: Yeah, there has been a lot of... If you haven't seen like uh, uh, Get Out, which is Jordan Peele's new movie, which just dominated the box office last week, um, it's... Everyone is rave reviews about it. Every single thing about it, everyone is loving. Um, So, a lot of people are saying, is he going to get snapped up by one of the big movie houses to do a superhero film? Yeah. And he's come out and said, no, he doesn't have any urge to do that at this time, mm. because... Get Out is a very socially commenting. It's a horror film with social commentary. Yeah, okay?
1: it's it's relevant for right now. Exactly. Well, he's commenting says, on what's happening now.
0: Exactly. He says that he's got three or four of those types of horror films planned. Okay. Not necessarily all related. Yeah. But the same sort of thing where they're going to be doing heavy social commentary. I say let him
1: let him run with it. No, let,
0: let him keep going. I think he's brilliant. Yeah. I've always been a fan. Really, really good. Um,
1: Lego <laughs> like Movie too. Seriously.
0: Yeah, Lego Movie Two, which is um which is in the works. Yeah. Um has been said that it's uh, again actually gonna be a musical. I just like full on musical and space opera. It's gonna take place in space. I'm
1: actually, is it weird that I'm
0: really excited about that? Dude, you we <laughs> love the first one. I still haven't seen Lego Batman yet. Uh but we do have we'll talk about We it. do have Lego when Batman tangential news coming up in a okay. different section. Yeah, I'll talk about that. Um the last bit of like random uh uh real reviews news is uh Keanu Reeves was asked about a potential matrix four um because obviously they're in pre-production on bill and ted three yeah um he's kind of going back to the well on a couple of things like this um he said if the wachowskis were to come back and write the script and direct he's on board
1: you know how bad i want to see a matrix (laughs) four i look man i i'm not with all those
0: no honestly two and three two and three definitely had their issues but if but you take them as a whole really trilogy, enjoyed them. especially when you intercut the uh, the animatrix cartoons. Yeah. those a, are really good has a much deeper uh depth to it. And I think I've said this before
1: on this on uh, on this show probably. Uh some of the choreo- choreography and um you know the fight scenes and stuff in in episode 2 or in in the second one in Matrix 2 were phenomenal.
0: One of my favorite things in Matrix 2 was the freeway scene. Yeah, with the
1: twins flying over the things and all that. Forget the Twins River, but just the... the Well, the Twins were cool, but the the logistics of
0: the freeway scene... Yeah. Because they built a whole mile and a half long freeway for this Mm -hmm. scene. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I love about... um, (laughs) Like, if you've seen... I I still haven't gotten you you to see all the Fast and Furious movies yet. You really have to take Fast and Furious with a grain of salt, right? But at the end of the sixth one, there's a... really it's a car battle with a big old plane right (laughs) yes i just did say that but it it literally lasts for like 17 minutes is the sixth one you said yeah okay it takes place on a runway, and it goes for, like, 17 minutes, and so somebody calculated It's like, the length of that runway had to be, like, seven miles long <laughs> for that to actually happen. Oh, I love it. But what I loved in the the way that they, they coordinated the fight scenes and the car movements in the Matrix one is they were going back and forth on on-ramps and off-ramps and cutting back. Oh, and, for sure. And so it made sense that they were, like, on a mile length of freeway.
1: Right. That was a tangent.
0: A little bit, but... Yeah. I'm, I'm actually a big fan of it. I've actually written a scholarly article about the Matrix movies and, and whatnot. So I, I actually, I appreciate them as a whole, as a universe. Yeah. Much more than the first one's great. The rest suck. I
1: actually wrote about the Matrix too in college. Awesome. Look at you. Look at us. Look at us. Writing things. Okay. Real reviews. Where are we at? Casting.
0: Uh, just a couple quick casting calls. Uh, Shamar Moore, uh, who is, uh, most recently been famous. He was in Criminal Minds for 10 seasons. Mm Um, he has just been cast in the new SWAT reboot. Oh, okay. Um, if you remember, SWAT was a famous TV show in the 70s. Um, it actually had a number one song as their theme song. Right. Where their theme song was a number one song. And then they did a reboot in 2003 with Colin Farrell, and then they had a sequel. Um, this is going back to TV. Nice. Very much like they've done Training Day, Lethal Weapon, Holly, uh, 50 stuff like that. Um, also, uh, one of the writers from The Newsroom, which was the Aaron Sorkin show? Yeah, one of the guys from the the staff room was uh, Matthew Lopez, and he is writing and directing a movie called Chaos Walking. I like the name. Which is another uh, uh, YA dystopian future sort of thing, um, but it's cast Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland at the leads. Really? Seriously. Yeah, really? so Daisy Ridley, Ray in Star Wars, Obviously. and Tom Holland, Spider Man, in in Unhook the coming, yeah, yeah. And, wow. So they're going to be the leads in this Chaos Walking, and it's uh, it looks pretty darn good. Sounds awesome. Yeah, so that's just been announced. Sweet dude, um, we've got some unofficial, unofficial release dates. Uh, the, the unofficial release date we have is um, the actor who plays uh, Sir Davros uh, from Game of Thrones, the Onion Knight uh has come out and said that you know most of the the Game of Thrones uh shows have come out in May mm. uh looks like it's pushed back to July that's all right that's what he knows but that's the only like firm date we've gotten from okay. anybody. when it happens it happens it's going to be amazing uh the firm dates we've gotten is Trolls 2 which was just nominated for an Oscar um with uh, Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick um has been greenlit for Trolls 2 and that's going to be coming out April 10th of 2020
1: you just put it for 2020, right? <laughs> I mean, that makes most
0: sense. Um, and then Atomic Blonde, which is a new movie with, I believe it's Charlie Stern. Um, that's fine. I can open but it. But it's, it's a new action movie and it's, yeah, Charlie Theron, <laughs> and, um, there were two people that directed, um, John Wick. Oh, yeah. And the, the guy who left John Wick too and he's now gonna be doing Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not Matt Reeves, it's the David other one.
1: Lich? This guy? David Leitch, Leitch. I don't know how to say it. L-E-I- David Leitch. Le-I. Uh,
0: he is going to be doing uh, Atomic Blonde, and it's based on a graphic novel from a few years ago. Kick-ass. Um, and then this is the big news that I love. Um, love Actually is getting together. Oh, God. Here we go. This is 14 years after the original. Yep. They're not doing a full movie. Oh, there's a charity in England called the red nose day. And it, and it happens March 24th every mm-hmm. year. And it's very much like a, uh, you know how we have like, a, like we do, uh, the gaming, uh, extra life, extra life, you know, it's to raise money for children's charities. Yep. It's like this. It's like just a day to give back to kids and in, in charity. Right. Indeed. And so they do a whole bunch of things Well, they're doing a 10 minute movie that tells you what's happened in 14 years since. Um, and Emma Thompson is actually not going to be in it. Are you serious? Well, because if you remember in her remember. role, her husband was Alan Rickman. No memory of it. And Alan Rickman oh, is no longer with right, us. So she's not going to be in died. it because that whole storyline. Uh, so, heartbreaking. but, um, you know, it's going to have Liam. It's going to have uh, Hugh Grant. It's going to have Keira Knightley. Right. Uh, it's going to have Chiwetel Ojo it's going to have, uh, uh, the only other person who's also not going to be it is Andrew Lincoln. He's gone on to do Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Um, but they are bringing back Thomas Sengster, who was in Phineas and Ferb. Uh, he was in Game of Thrones. He played the little fair. boy. Um, yeah, so I, I love Love Actually. Um, I love I those. Do you do. Tongues done by working title. But it's going to be a cool thing. It's going to be coming out in a few weeks. Sounds good.
1: Here's what I want to do with the trailers. Yes. Okay? I don't want to go full trailer time. No, we can't okay. go full trailer we time. We can't because we're two hours behind schedule and I might pass on. So here's what I want to do. I want to do, uh, dare I say, because Trailer Time is so much fun. I want to do, I kind of want to do DuckTales.
0: Okay, should we list off to the... Cr- oh,
1: yeah, let's let's throw it out okay, there. Okay,
0: for you listeners, get into chat right now, mm. okay? We're going to list the trailers we have. Indeed. And if we get more than one request for any trailer, we'll watch that trailer.
1: Sounds good. Uh, okay. Should I list them off? Yeah. For our audio people. We have War Machine... Uh, five came back, bright, cars three, ducktails. That's just a quick first look. Chips. Uh, it's a red band trailer. Kong Skull Island, the last theatrical trailer, which we, we would probably talk about. Alien Covenant. Uh, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy two and, um, Pirates of the Caribbean five. Now, here's the thing about the last two. We're going to watch those no matter what.
0: Yeah. Those two are definite.
1: Neither, neither of us have actually. Made the time to watch them because we wanted to do it here.
0: Right. I specifically haven't watched them. The Guardians of the Galaxy 1, it's the last official trailer. Yeah. Um, They're going to, of course, have TV spots and stuff. This is the first first official full-length trailer of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. This is also the first official trailer for Cars 3. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like we said, it's the last official trailer for Kong. Um, And it's the second official trailer for Alien. Okay.
1: So I think what we'll do is we've got a couple responses already. What I think we should do is watch. Uh, I want to save the Pirates one for last. Right. So why don't we watch Guardians?
0: Let's watch Guardians first. Give people more time to put in words. Exactly. Look at us. It's like we're on the same page. I know, right? Mm, I still hate you. I hate you so much. Okay. Rude.
1: What? All right. Okay. I have three things to say about this. Can I say my first thing? Yeah. Cause I like to interrupt you. Um, I think Gamora needs a bigger gun. In that one. Scene. <laughs> I, I think that they, I don't think really it's undersold
0: f- it. Absolutely. I
1: think that's important. Continue.
0: Um, um, one, and everyone else in the chat has already, uh, reflected this is that Guardians of the Galaxy hits it out of the park with their soundtracks. Oh,
1: God. I love every song. Um, every, always.
0: Yeah. Until Two, you. I cannot wait to hear more Baby Group. I am Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. Press the button. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> and three, uh, that was our first official look at Ego the Living Planet. As a man? As a man. Well, he's a living planet. I'm okay with him being a man. Well, it's Kurt Russell as a man. Kurt Russell. I'll watch him all day. Yeah. So now he's in Marvel, and he's also in Fire, Fast and the Furious, so this is awesome for him. <sighs> he's having girl. a total resurgence that's yeah, badass
1: um i loved that trailer i just i just love everything that's guarded. i love
0: dave batista's tracks
1: oh my god dude i
0: love it when he's jumping into the mouth of that space <laughs> slug and he's like he's laughing
1: laughing to no end i love it all right so we had some votes for we had a vote for war machine we had a vote for ducktales i think ducktales is a first look we might do that no matter what real quick yeah let's um, do ducktales
0: really quick um and war machine i'm on board with it's the new brad pitt movie is it
1: yes mm-hmm. all right i'm in
0: that sounds fine
1: um, so what else did I like about that trailer? I liked, um, <laughs> the,
0: uh. I'm glad they're giving Yondu a bigger part.
1: Well, I also, I loved the, and this is something that the first movie did really well. When they have those slow mo moments where it's not like. Oh, they're doing a slow-mo moment just to look cool. Right. It's like with, with Yandu walking in slow-mo and then whistling for his, his arrow to come back you know, to him, Right. Freaking badass. And
0: dude, Michael Rooker is awesome yeah. in everything.
1: He is so good. All right. Here we are. All
0: right. DuckTales. Okay.
1: And so a little background. I love DuckTales. Oh yeah. I watched all of them back in the day. It was just one of the things you did. Um, I don't know what this is going to be about, but I'm still excited.
0: Okay, you do know that if DuckTales survive, I mean, if it does well, mm. hopefully we'll get a Darkwing Duck, maybe. Oh, if Darkwing Duck comes back, I'm going to flip Tailspin. out. Tailspin?
1: Tailspin was great. Also, um, you know what else was in that same time frame, which is about to go away because of Toontown? Rescue Rangers? Rescue Rangers. Exactly. Look at us in our Disney. List. I know, right? Moving on. Can I just say a couple things real quick about that? Absolutely. I um, I like that it's very much. Uh, okay, I'm gonna admit something, and you know this already. Uh, my wife and I and the kids watch a lot of um,
0: Girl Meets World. Well, that too. in Maddie. Nope. Stop Fuller
1: House. Stop. Run, stop. Stop <laughs> it. You're, you're you're killing my image. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm talking about. Um, shoot, now I forgot. What's the show? My Little Pony. Okay? Now, the reason I'm saying this, I know, and now let me hit the mic away. But what I like about it is there are certain episodes, and this is what resonated with me, there are certain episodes that focus on the kid ponies, right? Not the main characters. What I like about what I just saw here is that it's not necessarily about Scrooge McDuck and Donald Duck. This is going to be about The kids, and this is going to appeal to the kids. I like that it's on Disney XD. I like that it's the same channel that we get Star Wars Rebels and everything else on. I think this is, my kids are going to absolutely love this show. Oh, yeah. It's not designed for us. Well, and I get that. But at the same time, it is because we grew up watching the original one, right? Right. So it's that perfect little, I don't know, envelope of past and present, I guess. I got you. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Very much how how Girl Meets World was
1: for you. And Fuller House and all the other things you rattled off that now everybody knows. So thank you. Here we are. Yep. All right. So uh War Machine. Oh, okay. So we'll do War Machine and then we'll close with Pirates and we'll move on. Have we got other votes? I'm not looking at chat. I can't look at
0: chat. No, that. there's no more votes in okay, chat. Good. I mean, I I personally would like to watch Chips, uh, but okay. that's just me. Why don't we just watch all of them then and be here
1: until freaking two in the morning? Hey, at least I'm not, I'm, honestly, at least, I'm not really upset. I'm at just least really I'm not tired. making
0: you watch Five Come Back, which is a documentary about how Hollywood reacted to World War II.
1: That sounds amazing, but terrible at the same time. <laughs> like, I no amazing in the fact that I would watch it, but I wouldn't watch a trailer about it. I got gotcha. you. You know what I'm saying? All right, War Machine, and then
0: Chips, and then Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, uh, Okay. So. I, I guess is
1: I he thought, playing? Is he playing Stanley McChrystal? I don't know. I'm confused. I thought this was a movie. This is a well, no,
0: it's a Netflix movie.
1: It's a Netflix movie. Yeah, I believe so. Okay, uh, I'm looking at this real quick. Well, very much like Bright yeah. is also a Netflix movie. It's a uh, original is inspired by the book The Operators, which is the wild and the op- the operators colon the wild and terrifying inside story of America's war in Afghanistan by late journalist uh, Michael Hastings. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Cool. I'm in.
0: I mean, I, I watch it just for Brett Pitt's accent.
1: All right, fine. Now it's chips time. I'm seriously joking. I really don't
0: know. First of all, the, the first trailer we watched of this was flippin' hilarious. No, I know. And this one's red band, dude. And it's filthy. That's <laughs> standard. Wow. <wild laughs> things have changed. <laughs> we probably should have put a disclaimer out there
1: that said we were watching the red band one. We did say red band. Yeah, we did. We didn't give them much time, but it's fine. Um, so there's so not a I chance guess, I'm seeing that movie in the theater. So
0: I guess... Uh, licking the, the. Okay, okay.
1: All right. is, so is, is this standard? Is why we don't watch Red Band trailers.
0: Because <laughs> then you
1: get all worked up, and then you want to start... This is not a Red Band podcast. Good point. So uh, that movie looks terrible. And there's not a chance I'm going to see that in the theater.
0: I am hoping that there's a double feature of that with Baywatch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, if that happens... I'm in.
0: Dude, we'll get hammered and then go
1: see it. Ah, uh, sounds great.
0: Dude, you gotta remember, we went and saw Dude Where's My Car in theaters. <laughs> I have no memory of that movie. <laughs> All right, let's, let's
1: watch our last trailer and, uh, move on with our, uh, I don't know, lives, podcast.
0: Of course, leave it to my brother to say, lick it, licky da boom boom. Okay.
1: See? Again. Why we don't usually watch Red Band trailers. I am actually really excited about this. Dead Man Tells No Tales. This is the last
0: theatrical trailer, right? First. They had a teaser. Oh, no, the first I'm thinking
1: official. of the... Yep, yeah, this is the first yeah, one. Yeah, Kong okay. had the last one. Here we go.
0: You'd have seen a lot more if you kept your cake holes shut.
1: <laughs> well, this show got very lewd. Um, I'll tell you what, man. I'm, I'm kind of sad that's the last one. But one of the things that I absolutely love about those movies it's freaking music man
0: oh the music's fantastic I just, it's one of my favorite soundtracks
1: um i know i'm looking for my my skulls Hold on.
0: um yeah no the music is fantastic i'm actually going to reference another movie in the series a little bit later okay um but we'll get to that in the marvel section
1: all right man let's uh we're almost done
0: yeah, so let's, uh, do rapid fire here.
1: Rapid fire.
0: Uh, we have one bit of comic news. You and I are both I, watching Riverdale. I did see that. Riverdale's good. Man. Riverdale is good. It seriously is like, uh, your quintessential CW show, but yeah. mixed with Twin Peaks. But also not as CW
1: as it could be. True. Like, it's like, it could be like way more teen drama y, but it's, it's.
0: I would say it's closer to scream drama y. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, more I mean, of like the. Mm-hmm. Older teenage drama. Indeed. Right. Um, so they have a one shot that's coming out that tells the story before the death of nice. Jason. Okay. I'm in. Um, we only have two bits of Berlanti news. Uh, one is they've actually come out and said that next season is going to be the first true four episode crossover. Okay. Because this season with Invasion, they had the three episodes and then Super kind of intro. Supergirl wasn't all right. the way. Right, they late, weren't too. all the way into it because they didn't have time to set up from when they joined from CBS.
1: The upside to that is it gives me time to catch up on Supergirl.
0: You, you need to. And look, I got a lot of things to watch. Continue. Um, and then last of all, uh, season two of Legends Tomorrow just wrapped this week, yep. and the finale is going to air April fourth. Right. I just watched the most recent episode last night. Phenomenal. Is that the uh, the Washington one? No, no, the one before that. No, after that.
1: Okay, I'm a little behind.
0: You're a little behind. Well, don't judge. Be rude. <laughs> um, now we're moving on to DCEU. Um, Monolith is a board game company, and they are uh, just about to start a Kickstarter for a new Batman board game based on the same concept as their Conan game, which is really popular right okay, now. Okay, cool. Um, and people that have played the tri- the demo of it say it's phenomenal. Nice. Um, I, like, I, like,
1: I like board games like that where they... Cape, Cape got a couple on the Kickstarter stuff, and it's it's pretty
0: cool. Exactly, it's nice. Um, as we said in the last episode, Ben Affleck has stepped down as a director of um the Batman. Right. Uh, they've officially signed on Matt Reeves, uh, who is the guy who, with the other guy who's gonna be doing, um, Atomic Blonde, uh, did the original John Wick, and he uh, also did the two uh, most popular Planet of the Apes. Yeah,
1: but. <sighs> I, I thought I saw another, a couple conflicting stories saying he was kind of, although they said it, like maybe he was waffling a little bit, but.
0: Well, it was kind of going back and forth, but he's been officially signed. Okay, good. Cool. Um, not only that, but yesterday they announced Nightwing. This is a big deal. Is a big deal. And they officially signed a director. It's going to be Chris McKay, who just directed Lego Batman. And we're doing movie, not TV show. Right. This is a full-on movie. Right. Um, and if you don't know Night Nightwing, it's Dick Grayson, who was the original Robin. Right. Who later on became Nightwing. Right. Um, and the reason why they kind of chose to give it to Chris McKay is he had, he nailed that, uh, uh interaction between Robin and Batman in Lego Batman.
1: And what's really kind of crazy though, too, is has uh, Nightwing is so popular, like in the, um, I guess the comic world. Oh, I mean, absolutely! He's super popular, and and hopefully they do it right and do that justice because I think that's a big uh, a big deal for the DCEU.
0: Yeah, I sure. mean, I wouldn't say it's as big as like Deadpool getting it, but he's definitely no, a cult yes. following like yeah, that
1: for sure. Um. <laughs> oh God, I put this in here for you.
0: Oh, I put these in too. Well, where did I put mine? I don't know. Moving on, I put uh, the Academy Award. Thing oh, in. That, yeah, that's what you did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we might. Delineate pop culture from before Suicide Squad (laughs) won an Academy Award. Post. And after Suicide Squad won an Academy Award. As much
1: flack as that movie got. And actually, I enjoy it. I did too, but it got a lot of flack. Oh, absolutely. It's a now Academy Award winning Suicide Squad.
0: Yeah, well, granted, it did win for makeup, which is, if it was going to win for anything, it was Mm going to win it. But not a single other Marvel
1: movie has won one. Really? I read the article.
0: Interesting. Um, But other than that, what do you think about Mel Gibson and talks to direct Suicide Squad two? We talked about it uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, mm-hmm. he's come out and confirmed that yeah he is an actual talks. No, I know we
1: talked about it. I'm remember because there was a short list and I was like, oh. well he was on the short list.
0: Yeah, but now Gibson has actually come out and confirmed it.
1: Oh, he actually. Okay. It was only so, from the other side. Okay, so um, what do I think about it? I think that he uh, is a crazy person. Oh, absolutely. And I think he's a brilliant director. I think though. a crazy person directing Suicide Squad makes a lot of sense.
0: You know, I didn't think about it that way, but that makes a lot of sense, <laughs> right? I know. I mean, right? who else are you going to
1: get to get a? I mean, I think he might see it in a way that would make it absolutely brilliant. I think that's.
0: I, I'm. He in, might dude. get to the core character of the yep. Joker and 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 Harlequin. I'm
1: in like Flynn and a bin, as they say.
0: Uh, alright, so the last bit of DC rumor news is that, uh, you know, Wonder Woman's just coming up here in a few months. Yep. And, um, that Batfleck might be, uh, making an appearance. Ooh. Um, and honestly, the one thing about it that I'm not sure about is because the movie actually takes place back in World War One.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know how he's gonna be there.
0: Bruce Wayne's not that old, unless it's gonna be in a post credit scene. Maybe. Which kinda makes sense. But if you've noticed anything they've released with DCEU since everything has had bat flick in it true except for man of steel good point all right but he was in batman v superman he made an appearance in know. suicide um, squad if he doesn't make an appearance in gotham city sirens i'm gonna be disappointed because it's got nah, Catwoman he'll and
1: he'll be there for sure if he if he shows up in the other one he's gonna show up in this one um i think he's the, he's the
0: nexus of everything
1: yeah exactly uh i don't know man uh they'll figure out how to do it to where it's not lame
0: Right. It, I, I <laughs> like think all only... of a sudden
1: he's a hundred and something years old. Yeah,
0: no, I think they're gonna
1: have to Unless out... they
0: bring the Lazarus pit in. Ooh. Speaking of which, and actually I didn't put it in here, but they just cast the ghoul for Gotham. Ooh. Who is it? The uh body? somebody that looked familiar, but I couldn't mm. pick him out of all. Yeah, that is what it is. We'll talk about it next week. Disney. Um Coco, which is the next Pixar movie. Uh, It looks like that the trailer, the first trailer for that could get released on Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that's cool. And then I'm guessing it's going to be heavily uh, uh, marketed at D23. Indeed.
1: Uh, We also have a pushback for, uh, well, look, we've had so much Deadpool 2 drama, man. um, So they're pushing back production.
0: Yeah, about a month and a half. um, And this is coming from the Directors Guild of Canada Mm -hmm. um, because they do filming in Vancouver. Um, and it, they're just saying that in the, in the, uh, shoot, shot sheets they're getting, it looks like it's getting pushed back a month. Cool. Um, David Harbour, uh, who played the cop in Stranger Things, um, really? he was also in the newsroom. I like him. Um, dude. he is now like shot to the top of the shortlist for cable. Are you serious? Yes. Like he went from like being talked about. To now, like he's the front runner. I'm kind of in on that, dude. Yeah, I I like him. Um, I loved him in the newsroom. I thought he was great in Stranger he did Things. Did a really good
1: job in Stranger Things.
0: Yeah, so. he was one of my favorite things in Stranger Things.
1: <laughs> my favorite things. Yeah. Um,
0: we got a lot of casting for the new X Men series, even Indeed. though we don't have a title yet. Um, but just running down the 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 list here: Stephen yep. Moyer from True Blood, yep, has been cast as Reed. Um, Amy Acker, who played the cellist in Agents of Shield, okay. is cast as Kate Stewart, his wife. Uh, Emma Dumont from Pretty Little Liars, uh, is cast as Polaris. And Steven Teal, who's from Incorporated, is cast as Eclipse, who is a brand new mutant that they're creating for this show. Oh, really? Not okay. in any other, um, uh, uh, canon. Um, but his mutant power is that he can control individual photons. Really? Yes.
1: Uh, honestly, I'm really excited for whatever this X Men show is going to be, but I have not, also
0: – have you started watching Legion yet? I watched the first episode, but I haven't watched the, the second.
1: I'm waiting before. for Kate to get back from New York, but I cannot wait. We had the first four episodes, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's a little recorded. twisted. No, I can't wait. And, um, so, uh, I don't know. That just made me think about that. All right. So rally. Um,
0: JK Rowling tweeted out a picture of the first page of, I mean, it just showed the title. Um, but she's officially into, uh, writing the, uh, Fantastic Beasts 2 script. Cool. Awesome. And really? <laughs> I did not see this. All right. So that can't be real. It is. All right. So first Marvel news is Avengers Infinity War. And it looks like, um, and this is getting released from a subcontractor, I believe, but it looks like that the overall budget for the Infinity War is going to be a billion dollars.
1: Okay. Can I ask a couple questions? Uh, my first question is
0: what is, do you know the highest growth, like the highest
1: budget for a film?
0: And this is where I go back to Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Yes, the highest budget, official budget previously, was uh, on Stranger Tides, the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean movie, right. had an official budget of three hundred and seventy-eight million dollars. Let's see, I'm okay with that. Okay, no, th- but this is where it gets all tricky. Okay, is the Infinity War budget is supposedly going to include the Infinity War and Avengers Four because they're filming them concurrently?
1: Oh, are they? Okay,
0: okay. So if you look at it that way, it's a billion dollars for two movies, Mm -hmm. which is about 500 million apiece. That I can see. To kind of give you some framework, the three Lord of the Rings, the original trilogy, the the Fellowship, the Two Towers, and Return of the King, they were all filmed concurrently, and those all cost roughly 768 million, I think. Well, somewhere in that ballpark. And that was 15 years ago. So, um, considering, and I think, I don't think it's really the, the, I don't think it's the production. Well, it is the production cost because it's it's put in there. Um, but what I think is really driving it up is the fact that they're going to have sixty seven heroes on their on the screen. Well, and, I, and, and that's when you, the problem. And when you're paying Robert Downey Jr. upwards of tens of millions of dollars alone, yeah, um, because like his his Avengers Two paycheck I think was fifty million dollars because he gets back end money as well. So much money. Um, when you're getting the people in this instance of Infinity War is the last of a lot of people's contracts, including uh downey uh hemsworth ruffalo i mean it's a lot of their last last movies they're all going to be getting balloon payments i'm sure yeah so you i mean a lot of it is going to salary all right um black widow yeah uh, you know somebody uh, scarlett johansson was walking down the red carpet at the oscars and somebody of course asked her about a black widow movie yeah um she said she's constantly in contact with uh joss whedon yeah um because she really wants it. Everybody really wants it.
1: We guys kind of talked about this last week too. Yeah,
0: and Josh Whedon has actually come out. He he said that the only way he would come back to do another superhero movie was for Black Widow time. that would be sick. So you know, there's no news or anything. This is one of those quintessential comicbook.com no news is news. Yeah, yeah. Things, but it's just cool that it's always in the forefront of at least Scarlett Johansson's mind. Cool.
1: Uh some inhuman stuff and then my convention stuff and then we're out like trout.
0: Yeah, we got some more inhumans casting. So again, this is the uh they decided not to do a full length movie of Inhumans. What they're doing is they're doing a TV show with a two hour premiere episode released in IMAX. Nice. Yeah. Um they've cast the the they had a couple of people already cast, but they they started casting main characters. Um the main star is Maximus. Mm-hmm. And that is being played by Ewan Rion. And that is the guy who played Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones. Oh my God. Yes. So he's That's gonna good. be the lead. Yeah. I like that guy. Um Anson Mount from Hell on Wheels class is classed as Black Black Bolt. Okay. Um, who is the one who can't talk. Yeah. So he's perfect. gonna be a physical presence. Yep. And then Ken Lung, who was in Lost and uh, I think he was in Agents of Shield too, um, was is cast as Karnak. Nice. Um, so that's it that I have. I'm, I'm in really catching.
1: looking forward to humans, man. Honestly. So am I. Um, so let me do my convention stuff, man, and we'll get out of here. Uh, big thing. And we've been talking about the last few weeks is when are they going to come up with, uh, when is returning registration going to start? When is press going to open? Right. They're at least two months behind on all this stuff. They are. So, well, if you look back at when they normally historically. Do yeah. yeah. So first of all, press opened up. And this was last I still week. need to do
0: my paperwork. Yet.
1: Yeah. And I haven't done mine yet. It's fine. Press opened up last week. Super stoked about it. Actually, just a few days ago. Um, And just a couple days ago, we got returning registration news. Finally, I have a link in the show notes for that. If you have not got your member ID in for open registration, which means returning registration is basically people who went last year have uh, an opportunity to buy tickets before the everybody else has a chance. Right. Um. So if you are trying to get in, you've never been before, get your member ID and get that going. But returning registration, I have a link in the show notes. It looks very similar to what it's been, except if I buy a ticket for you, me and Kate, for example, they're going to go to each of us instead of just me. As long
0: as you purchase it before a certain date. Exactly.
1: So returning registration is happening next Saturday on March 11th. And yep. that's at nine a.m. The lobby opens at eight. Good we'll luck be doing it. <laughs> Good luck. So what what sucks about this is, especially first time press, which we're technically considered as, even though I've had press before. Um, we are going to have to buy our tickets and then hope we get press and get refunded for the tickets that's usually how it works right um which kind of sucks but it is what it is It is so what it is i'm i'm excited about it we have a chance at it we'll let you know next week um how we, how we did
0: um so, but i will tell you that we are now both officially approved for press at silicon valley yep, comic-con
1: which we need to solidify to figure out if we're going
0: yeah um luckily it's it's a shorter weekend yeah and it's much closer for us oh yeah um So like we did last year, we just took Friday off of work and we went.
1: And I Um, imagine we're going to go. We just got to get there. We're going to,
0: we're going to try to solidify. We don't have a place to stay this year. So we're going to be at a hotel, but they're actually doing a outdoor thing, much like they do at Comic Con in San Diego, which is great.
1: Well, they've realized that if you have stuff that's going on outside the convention center, you get more you get more of a draw, and I think that's super exactly.
0: Important. Plus, there was like nothing nearby, right? The Same the the uh, San Jose Convention Center, right? Um, but if you live in this in the Bay Area and you want to uh, do it, maybe we can come up with a meet and greet at yeah, a bar. Yeah, cool.
1: Yeah, let's let's start figuring that out. Absolutely. Um, and one last thing, just as for fun, I have a link in the show notes for this Game of Thrones fan. Uh. SDCC pub crawl.
0: Okay, I'm on board with this. I want to do this because if you crawls. notice, I hadn't caught up on Game. I'd only watched the first half right. of the first season right. by last Comic Con. And then you since even... then, I've binged it, and I'm all caught up, and I'm all on board. Yeah. Uh, I am seriously. Yeah, it's gonna be cool, dude. I I can't wait.
1: Uh, so we'll let you know if we get in on that. But either way, um, and just as a pre uh leading up to this, uh SDCC undercover blog. Um, they do their offsite event page. I'll try to put a link in the show notes. If not, I will talk about next week. But, um, as, uh, as these things pop up, they like to post those on there. So, uh, even if you don't have tickets to the convention, you're in the area, you can still find stuff to do. Well,
0: I mean, this is going to be my, my sixth year, your seventh year, right? Something like that. Yeah. And maybe
1: it's five and six, something like that. Something like that.
0: Um, but of those years, there were three years I didn't have any tickets.
1: Right. But man, did we have a good time.
0: Oh, we do. (laughs) So and it's even nicer when we have a hotel room.
1: <laughs> oh, which we will again this year. You ready? Ready. Thanks for tuning in, the usual podcast, and thank you for bearing with us uh two hours later and all our technical difficulties. We love all of you.
0: I would like to point out okay. that if we didn't have the two hour delay, we'd be finishing up at nine thirty. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> this is like our shortest show in like I know. months. I'm, well. Here we
1: are. <laughs> so if you have comments, or questions you can find us at the usualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And of course we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube, and of course we are on right now twitch.tv slash usual podcast. Um at I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at animal griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Give us a positive rating and all that kind of stuff. And please like us and share us when you see us. Um if you want to help the show out, a buck or two an episode, uh, we'll get you access to our blooper reels which I do every single week um, in, a, in a special folder that I get just for you. Patreon.com slash podcast. That's the way to help us out financially. Another way to do it, audibletrial.com slash podcast. If you like audiobooks that gives us 15 bucks if you start a free trial on us and you get a free audiobook. You can get something as extensive as a game of thrones novel see what i did there you
0: could or anything from the brandon sanderson yep. catalog
1: all of those are 40 plus hours you're welcome for free or, or pick up uh, empire's podcast. end do any of those things or just wait till the throne novel comes out whatever you do it helps us we or seriously
0: it. just pick up any
1: book and do a thing just look we're only asking for you to do a thing
0: do the damn. you know what we're asking you okay. to do we're asking you to have a fun
1: oh please have a fun Do it right and have a fun. Absolutely. We'll see you all next week.
0: Peace.